there, it's Emma P here, your expert in getting shit done, best-selling author, coach, and mum. And we're on to episode 11 for the Get Shit Done Institute, and today I'm going to talk to you about a few ways of getting extra shit done in your busy, busy life. To be honest, I could give you a heap of tips, and I probably will on this podcast, on how to get extra time out of your day because we all have the same amount of hours in the day that that everybody else, the same as Bill Gates um, and Richard Branson and things like that. But to be honest, it's more about your mindset around getting the shit that needs doing as opposed to the practical tips. So I suppose it is in conjunction, but there's no point in me giving you all the tips and the tricks unless you've got the mindset around what you're doing. So to start with, getting your shit done, you've got to have a big juicy why. And I've spoken about this on another podcast or maybe a few podcasts because it really is the the foundation to getting your shit done. If you don't have a juicy why, if you don't have a really good reason why you should be doing something, you are not going to get it done. Let's be honest. If it's not emotional, if it doesn't drive you, why the heck would you do it? And I want you to look back at times where you have done something that was amazing for whatever that thing is. It could be personal, it could be business. I want you to think back what was the reason or what what was the reason behind you getting that shit done? Like what was it? Was it emotional? What drove you? What was the why behind it? Now, I'm not saying you need to create a massive, massive emotional why every single time you do something, but it's definitely got to have some version of a why simply to get it done because it won't. And if again, if you look back at anything that you have done in the past that you didn't finish, for example, there wasn't a strong enough need to finish it or a strong enough why. So that's the first one. And for a lot of people, I suggest if you are a parent, um, you know, being a role model for your kids is like my default. When often I look at something and go, you know what, I don't think I can do that or I don't want to do that, I think to myself, okay, well, what kind of uh, role modeling situation am I giving my kid here in saying that it's okay to give up? And look, believe me, it's okay to give up on a number of things, right? But I will often ask myself that, you know, what kind of a role model am I trying to be and is that enough of a driver to get me to get that shit done, for example? So just recently, I um, personally, and this is, I'll always chuck in my personal stories, I was nominated for an award, Digital Dynamo with Women with Altitude Business Awards, which was awesome, right? I did not expect for anybody to nominate me. In fact, it was not on my horizon. But you know what? My ego loves for people to do that because let's be honest, we all have egos. And well, you know, there's an interesting point. Is your ego a big enough driver? Not for me, but I'll keep going with the story. So someone nominated me for the um, the award and, and, you know, people have been voting and things like that. So I'm just waiting to hear uh, as we speak at the end of April um, whether I've gotten through to as a finalist and that's cool uh, because the experience has been really awesome. But what I 
did so the why behind doing that is for it to give me business exposure so whilst yes for my ego it'd be nice to get dressed up and go out and get an award or even be involved in that awards process it's certainly for me there's a big enough why because it gives me that free um, essentially free business exposure and it gives me that level of expertise that people will approach me more for for work and things like that and I won't need to look for work so word of mouth will travel so there's an example of having a why behind something so it doesn't have to be like sobbing on the floor why it just has to be a big enough why for you to actually go and get it because if I was like, oh, yeah, look, I've got enough business, it's all good. And, you know, I do have enough business, but I'm always, you know, evolving. And suppose I suppose I, I will always need to be out there to a certain degree. But if I didn't need to, if I didn't have a big enough why, I wouldn't have gone for it, right? Now, you could relate this to your health. So again, using myself, I'm doing a couch to 5K training thing through an app on my phone. Uh, I used to run a fair bit. I used to be very, very, very fit. And now I'm not so fit because I was a PT and an exercise trainer. And I'm not anymore. So my fitness has gone down the tube and injuries, et cetera, et cetera. I've just decided to follow an app which allows me to get from the couch to running five kilometers in eight weeks. What is my why behind that? Well, there are a few, I have a few whys. And in fact, the biggest why is that it gives me energy. So for me, and this is not for everybody, being able to run every single day allows me to have the energy that I need to continue my day, to continue performing at my very, very best all day. So for me, that's what I'm doing. And that's a, that's a big enough why. Getting energy is a big enough why for me. The the plus as well of, of getting fitter and losing a bit of weight and that personal achievement of being able to say, you know what, I've done that, that's another why. And again, coming back to the child thing, my daughter, you know, is asking me if she can do it too now because I'm role modeling it. So there's a few few whys there. So the more the better, that's what I'm saying. But if you have something that needs to be done or something that you want to, you think that you might want to do, if you haven't got a big enough why, you won't do it. And I'll, I'll talk about the why a lot. What is your why? And in fact, uh, there was a, a great book um, by Simon Sinek, what is your, or Work Out Your Why or something like that. I've got it on my phone as, as an audible book. Um, he talks about finding out your why. And believe, he believes um, that you have a why from birth, that your purpose in life is you, you know what it is and, and the book helps you work that out. So that's pretty interesting, huh? And so saying that, getting your shit done, having a big, huge ass why is vital. And then, of course, it's taking action. So we don't just sit there and meditate and just expect it to happen. And goodness me, I do meditate and I do visualize things, but there is action involved. So when you're getting your shit done, it, there, is, there is action that needs to be involved. So getting more shit done into your daily life, there are a few ways of doing that. For me, I get up earlier. 
And if you are a night person, then do it at night. Whatever works for you, whatever your where your strength is, if your strength is working at night, then work at night when the kids have gone to bed or after work if you're doing a side hustle. Um, and just, just note that whenever I'm talking, I'm usually talking about doing um, small business kind of stuff. But that's not to say that you can't apply this to any other area of your life, for example, your health, your fitness, going to the gym, um, your hobbies, reading, whatever that is. So I get up um, about quarter to five, 4.30, quarter to five every day. Um, I've done that for a little while now. It used to be about 5.30 and now I'm actually gone. <laughs> I love it so much because the phone is not ringing. No one's bothering me at that time of the morning and I get so much done. In fact, get more done in those two hours in the morning before I do the school run than I do for the rest of my day. So for me, that works and it also works for my situation right now. So years gone by, I couldn't leave the house with my kid asleep in there. She was too young. But now she's old enough for me to do that. I'm very aware with mums and, and parents of little ones that you can't be doing that. But what is the next best thing? You know, could you go to another area of the house and work on things? Or, yeah, do you have, you know, could you work that out with your partner that, that you take it in turns every second day? Um, you know, you head to, to the beach or head wherever that is in your world and do that thing that you want to do whether as I said be reading or your business or whatever it is meditation whatever so for me it's mornings and as I said I know where my strengths are so my strengths are working in the mornings and you know don't ask me to do anything after about six o'clock at night because that's family time and I've just chosen to to go to bed early so I feel good and you know I get a good seven eight hours sleep every single night in saying that that's how you get extra time in the daytime. And actually, there's, there's loads of ways. Right now, I'm recording this in the car and while I wait for my kid to finish her sporting activities. So I'm utilising the fact that, you know, I could easily scroll Facebook or check my emails or do anything like that, but I'm using the opportunity the fact that I'm sitting in a quiet area and I've got something to say to record a podcast. So I'm utilising that spare time. I do that a lot. So if I'm at, um, you know, waiting for an appointment, I'm often reading or listening to a podcast. If I'm off walking or running in the mornings, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to audio books. That's my way. And by all means, you know, take what you want from that. Whatever works for you, you can multitask essentially in, in that fashion. You know, I'm not sitting there listening to a podcast, doing a walk and checking my emails. It's not happening. I'm usually walking and listening. However, you work into whatever it is that you have in your day. So another another way I I get some phone calls done is because I'm, I'm doing the drive to and from school, which is about 20 minutes, and I'll often make my phone calls in that 20 minutes uh, twice a day and get some of my phone calls out of the way while my phone is on Bluetooth. Don't worry, I'm not listening to talking on my phone while I'm driving. It's on Bluetooth. So that's another way of utilising um, some extra time. In terms of self-care, I definitely um, I meditate every day. And there's an app called In Instant Timer, Timer Instant, 
I'll, I'll try and put the link on the podcast, that you can pick an amount of time that you have. It can be from a minute to hours. And often I'll pick, you know, two-minute meditation and I'll listen to it and then I'm away again because at least two minutes or one minute of meditation is better than no minutes of meditation, right? So effectively what I'm saying is do what works for you. Do what works for your lifestyle and this is going to change. So I didn't used to do this, but, you know, every three months or so, every three, six months, things change, circumstances change, the weather changes and then, you know, something else, a new routine will come in or something has to be adjusted. And that's just the way it is. And I'm okay with that. I think if you get hung up on something having to be a certain way, you can get upset with yourself and get cranky and cranky with the world and things like that. But essentially, that's kind of how I get extra time. Off the top of my head, that's how I'm getting extra time in my day. Um, I also tell myself every single day that I have enough time. Uh, I don't do this, I won't lie, I'll do, I'll do it about 90% of the time. The other 10%, I'm, I'm human, and I'll walk around going, I've got no time, I've got no time. But 90% of the time, I'm, I'm often saying to myself, I've got all the time that I need. Because if you focus on having lack of time, guess what happens? You're clock watching, but if you focus on having an abundance of time, you actually do have an abundance of time. So really, it is a state of mind. So time is a state of mind. I mean, that's probably a subject for another podcast, right? But the fact that time is a state of mind and can be bent, there's another little thing I'll throw in there, it is totally possible to do that. In saying that, look at what you're saying to yourself. I took my watch off my wrist a number of years ago, I reckon eight, nine years ago now, and I've never put it back on because I don't want to be reminded what time it is. It will only take me so long to get from X A to B, I was going to say X to B, A to B, um, and I can't get it really faster. So what is the point of looking at my watch and stressing myself out? So I just choose not to wear a watch. Of course, I have a phone with the time on it, and I do keep to appointments because I have a diary. However, I don't feel the need to stress myself out by wearing something on my wrist to remind me that I'm chained to time as a metaphor there, I'm sure. So I do take my watch. I don't have a watch at all now. Um, I'm tempted to get the Apple Watch, I'll be honest, but that's just simply because I'm tempted to have an Apple Watch as opposed to having a timepiece. So, yeah, look at what you're saying to yourself. All right, I think that's enough for this podcast. So I've been talking for a little while. So enjoy. I'll see you on the next podcast and hope you get some more shit done. Bye.